to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. Last summer, while our family was out fishing in our boat, a storm quickly came upon us. Within a matter of minutes, we went from blue skies to blowing wind, rain, lightning in the distance, and five to six foot rolling waves all around us. And the only way home, the only way to shelter was to go into the storm. So our two boys crouched down below us by our feet, holding on to our dog as my husband, John, slowly made our way back over the waves, the seven miles back to our cabin. It felt like we were never going to get there. At one point when I was trying to break up the tension in the boat, I looked down at the boys and said, wow, I sure hope there's a good rainbow after this storm. Our son, our 10-year-old son, Eli, pops his head up and says, Mom, that's horrible timing. I just sure hope we make it home in this storm. For our family, COVID-19, self-isolation, the act of social distancing happened as quickly as that storm came upon us in the lake. The second week of March, our family had returned home from traveling together to visit our boys' birth country. We arrived back to Orange City on March 9 with sickness then self-isolation followed by schooling from home, financial change and uncertainty, worry, fear, and loss. I remember commenting to my husband how quickly it seemed like everything was changing. From day to day, sometimes from hour to hour, new guidelines and restrictions were being added. I woke up one morning thinking to myself how the feelings I was feeling felt vaguely familiar. The feelings of loss, change, and unknown territory. I thought, well, hello, old friend. Hello, grief. Change equals loss. Loss of security, loss of control, loss of familiar, and loss equals grief. I had known that feeling of grief before in the past. Grief when I experienced the death of my mom 20 years before, or the grief that I experienced when I stepped away from a vocation and calling I had once loved or even the grief that my husband and I experienced when we heard the words infertility. The knowledge of what was once true for us had now changed. Everything now felt completely different. A wise therapist friend reminded me not so long ago, before COVID, to be present to the feelings of grief when they hit, oftentimes when we least expect it. Rather than try to push it away or bandage it with avoidance or trite and shallow words, to lean into the grief, acknowledge it, name it. In fact, it's even okay to be angry about it or even lament at the change, for God is a big God. God can handle it. Have you ever read the book of Psalms? As a family, we've been slowly been making our way through the book in our evening devotions. Night by night, we read words of lament of loneliness, and of struggle. We also read words of praise and exhortation and rejoicing. Reading the Psalms has helped me to not ask the questions of where are you, God, or why is this happening, but instead ask, who are you, God, and who am I? And over and over again, we read of God's presence. We read of God's strength, and we read of God's 
peace. Psalm 46 has especially been helpful to me as I sit in grief, as I'm aware of my own emotions. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, I will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake and the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. At the end, the psalmist continues, Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The words, be still and know that I am God, have often been a breath prayer for me through the years. Or maybe even another way to say it is through a mantra. When I want to rush through grief, when I want to know the answers, when I want to rush past the change and loss and grief, to healing, to wholeness, to peace, to the rainbows. The psalmist encourages us instead to be still. There's a story in the Gospels where Jesus and those who followed him left the crowd behind to cross over to the other side. And they crossed over by boat. As Jesus slept on the cushion in the stern of the boat, a great storm arose and the waves beat against the boat and the boat was being swamped. Those with him woke him up and said to him, Teacher, Don't you care that we are perishing here? Don't you care that we're dying? And Jesus woke up, rebuked the wind and said, Peace, be still. And there was a dead calm. And he looked at those with him and said, Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? And they were filled with great awe. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. I don't know, today maybe I'm just mixing too many metaphors together, or maybe I'm pulling the text idea of being still in the midst of chaos out of context here. But these two passages together cause me to pause and wonder. I wonder how I have been increasingly more aware of God as my refuge and strength since March 9 to today. I wonder how I have been still in the midst of the chaos. I wonder what it looks like for you today to be still. I wonder what it means for you and for me to know that God is God. God is our refuge. God is our strength. Peace. Be still and know that I am God. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast.